0: Hello and welcome to Not For Nothing. I'm Kyle Leon Henderson and today we have yet again writer and music enthusiast Sarah Cooper, friend of the show. Hello. I don't know who I'm waving at. Hello. (laughs) Yeah, you're waving at me. Wave at all the people. Wave at radio. Um, So today, the reason I mentioned that you are a music enthusiast is because today I wanted to talk about music because we've talked about music before. Um, but we were very specific and this past Sunday were the Grammys, which don't make fun of me. I mean, you can if you want, because like if I tell you not to make fun of me, you're just going to do whatever the hell you want anyway. So if you want to make fun of this, you can. I didn't know until this past Sunday that the Grammys were short for gramophone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've never thought about that, but that makes sense because the st- the award is a gramophone. It's so a gramophone.
0: So you didn't know it till today either. No, I didn't okay. Really. So I don't feel so stupid. I'm did like, they tell oh. you that
1: explicitly on the show, or did you well, Google it?
0: But somebody, I think, on the show was holding the the award in their hand, and they said something about holding this gramophone, and I was mm-hmm. like, gramophone, the Grammys, <laughs> huh. Ding. <laughs> and I'm, i don't know why i never thought and then i was like what does emmy mean then emma emma phone <laughs> <laughs> or the tony's the tonophone i don't know tony's probably named for an actor it's probably yeah that's where the oscars important. came
1: from a woman the academy awards the oscars i can't remember who said it but she said the statue looked like her husband oscar
0: they don't even call them the academy awards anymore they just call them the oscars and i'm yeah. like whatever Anyway, today we're talking about music, and it's because I was watching the Grammys the other night, and I realized that I don't know anyone on the Grammys, basically. <laughs> you like, didn't know anyone was that like, was there? I was like, who's little baby, and who's big baby, and cheeky baby, and I know yeah. Billie Eilish, and I knew Taylor Swift, I knew Beyonce, so, Did you, you know, know
1: Bruno Mars? Megan I did, the Stallion. Uh
0: Cardi B. Uh, I'm very new to Megan The Stallion, and I like her. Cardi B, I don't care for um personally (gasps) how dare you I just think she's a little problematic but anyway so today I want to delve into the world of music and I want to start with the Grammys so you didn't watch the Grammys
1: no I watched two performances and then read an article about the best and worst moments
0: and I think that's why (laughs) I have some thoughts about the Grammys because you watch the Grammys for the performances and I think everybody does I watch the Grammys for the awards I'm an award-season kind of guy. I don't need the performances. I
1: mean, it... You know,
0: like, because to me, I'll just say this. You don't go to the Oscars, and they don't play all the movies that were nominated that night. You know? Seven hours of movies being played at the award show. So...
1: I think... I mean, I used to, like... If there was an artist I had been following their music career that year, and I loved this CD, and they, like, they were nominated for a bunch of stuff, I would have watched it. Mm -hmm. There's not been anything groundbreakingly new... That I've like, I still buy CDs because I'm a hundred years old. Oh, you do? Inside. Oh yeah. Um, but there's nothing that I was like, damn, that like that I was pumped about. That I was like, I want to watch this, and I really just, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I only knew like when I was like best new artist, and there was like four people I hadn't even heard of. Mm-hmm. I was like not invested. Like,
0: Megan, I think Megan Thee Stallion got best. She new artist. did.
1: And the only other person that was nominated that I even recognized their name was Noah Cyrus. And I only knew that because she's Miley Cyrus's sister. I don't even know what her music sounds like.
0: It's actually better than Miley's. I, I listen to it. I I've really s- love it. And I was on a I was on an airplane with Noah Cyrus once. Mm-hmm.
1: She bothers me because smoking weed is her personality and I don't get that.
0: Wow. What does that mean?
1: That means like that's all her personality is on her instagram is about smoking weed and i'm like you're very one-sided and this is very really dull. yeah there's a few like, people like that that i'm bothered by i'm like
0: no i don't one- mind i don't mind Im- indulging but no, like- no no no.
1: like i don't give a shit if you smoke and drink all day do what you want to do to your body have but, something uh, else but when that's like the extent <laughs> of your personality i'm just like yeah cool beans well I'm- and she
0: was yeah when i saw her on the plane she was very quiet and she was very, like, glazed over. But I, I like her. I like she the songs stoned. that I've heard of her. And probably. She was with her <laughs> mom and dad. I was with Billy Ray and Tammy Faye or whatever her name T- is.
1: Tr- Trish.
0: Trish. Um,
1: Tish or Trish, one of them.
0: Tish. Tish, so, Trish. So Tennessee. Yeah. So I Tennessee.
1: <laughs> there's nothing more.
0: Billy Ray and Tish. Uh, so what is your relationship with new music? New music? or Yeah. Um, with new music. Because we've, we've talked about your obsession with... Share and we've talked oh, about, and yeah. I know you like you know, I, and I've lived with you at yeah, times. So my music's I know much
1: more multi multifaceted than that, um, right?
0: And that and that's why I ask because I'm like, there's so much more than what we've talked about. But um, I
1: yeah. I am generally very, I don't want to say picky. Like I, I'll say this: I don't listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Like I, <laughs> the one time. I had to. I was the most annoying person probably to drive with because if it's a commercial, I'm changing it. I can't listen to people talk. I can't listen to commercials. What did, I wa-
0: did we listen to on our road trip? Did we listen to the radio? No. What did I'd we listen to?
1: Your my iPod and your iPod and our phones.
0: Oh, yeah. I guess so. Because um,
1: I don't want to listen to people talk. If I'm in the car, I want to listen to music. So I end up listening to CDs. That's why I listen to CDs all the time, because my car is old as shit. <laughs> and I'm not joking. It's an 06. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it's almost 20
0: years old. It's, it, well, it's 15 years old. Yeah. It's almost so. old enough to drive itself.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I listen to CDs all the time. So I'm really... Weird about finding new music. The one thing I found recently that I really like is Paris Jackson, and I think I sent her. Some yeah, of her you songs. sent her
0: some of the, me some of their stuff, and I was very shocked because it is nothing like her father.
1: I bet you that's very intentional.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really is. I mean, I don't know the why I would think that she yeah. would be doing stuff like her father because. And of you know. course, this
1: is Michael Jackson's daughter, if you don't know yeah. the name Paris Jackson. Um, but I like, like I found her, um, and a lot of times I end up finding stuff through Instagram because I'm always on Instagram mm. anyway. And I have found quite a few things through that. And I generally try to try anything once. I'll listen to it and I'll be like, eh. Like, um, God, what was it? There was one song I listened to and I hated it. Hated it, and by the fourth <laughs> time, I was like, "This isn't." Oh, it was the thirty-four, thirty-five song by Ariana Grande, the remix version with Doja Cat and Megan The Stallion. Mm. Um, and I hated it the first time I listened to it, and then I listened to it again. I was like, "Okay, this isn't that bad," but I also like yeah. Megan The Stallion a lot.
0: Um, well, and I, I, I like, um, I heard like I listened to some of the performances. Like I listened to, um, Harry Styles Watermelon. Lemonade. Watermelon sugar? Yeah, watermelon sugar. See, I'm such a I mean, this is not my this is not my realm. And I'm very out of my element, but I, I want to know. I wanted to know more about this situation because I do. Like I um I'm very in like I I was very into music like growing up. My dad, mm-hmm. my mom played the country music radio stations and my dad would play Oldies 106.9, Oldies stations because mm-hmm. that's the music from when he was in Vietnam and that was his jam. And so that's how I learned like all these old songs. And then I knew country music. And then when my sister got into junior high and she's four years older than me, she started listening to 1037 the Q. seven, oh, the Q uh, <laughs> top 40 radio. Mm-hmm. And so music was very like around when I was growing up mm-hmm. and all the way up until through high school and college a little bit. But then I got into college and I started listening to NPR and then after NPR came podcasts. So I just because kinda...
1: you went from 17 to 50 in the blink of an eye.
0: <laughs> listen, I I was in academia in college, Ooh. and you had to listen to NPR and listen to the news and be aware and know your stuff. We in the history department.
1: Speaking of NPR, my grandparents listened to that my whole childhood. The first time I heard Kalisa's Milkshake was from NPR because there were two girls discussing the implications really? of that song.
0: Well, and they do do <laughs> pop art and and pop culture on NPR sometimes. Um Terry Gross, she's fascinating. She'll she'll um she'll give you the what's what about pop culture. But anyway, um I was interested because I am I'm interested to see how people my age our age like absorb music and what's important to them about music. So, do you I mean, do you find it important to listen to new artists and know what's out there?
1: Um well, let me go kind of go back real quick on how I grew up with music to kind of mm-hmm. full scope. Um my dad music aficionado i mean he grew up in the 60s 70s and 80s which rock music blew up there was a whole like he had the cream magazine which was the biggest thing in rock music mm-hmm. he you know grew up with all that and so in my childhood and my mom loved they actually both went to the kiss concert when they came to huntsville in the 70s before they knew
0: each other like oh, wow. my dad, yeah See, i didn't know like, that because i knew that about your dad that you you love rock and roll and you share that mm-hmm. with your dad but i didn't know jaja was like
1: oh a kiss head
0: yeah. or whatever they call
1: <laughs> kiss army <laughs>
0: kiss army she was in the kiss army yeah, she uh, went to see aerosmith when she, she was
1: oh she went she, she would see aerosmith when she was growing up my dad would see mm-hmm. cheap tricks so they were very much huntsville actually had a decent music scene when it well, first and started close
0: to muscle shoals right right it's a it's a good Um, hub for people who record their music in muscle shoals yeah and you know go next door and perform so
1: but growing up my brother and i my because my dad would listen to rock radio almost all the time would in the car we'd have this game where a song would come on and he would see if we could name the artist and name the song Mm -hmm. all the time i mean like i was not good at it as a young child i had four bands that i was aware of that my dad listened to um and they <laughs> anyway. are uh kiss aerosmith black sabbath and i can't remember the fourth one i always named oh uh,
0: see and you you talk about black sabbath and you get into my realm sharon osborne might be leaving the talk <laughs> sharon osborne done did it to herself she really did why are you defending piers morgan anyway um,
1: <laughs> um but yeah so i grew that's how i grew up and my dad his love language because he's incredibly introverted you met him his mm-hmm. love language to my mom was making mixed tapes which passed that's on to hot me, which passed that. on to me as a child when i started driving he would make me mix cds of Anything and everything, because his CD collection, you've seen it, Mm -hmm. is impressive. Yeah. His record collection died when a pipe burst in their bathroom and flooded the closet where all his records were. Oh, that Um, sucks. Has he tried to rebuild
0: it? No.
1: He doesn't have a record player, which... You should um, buy
0: him one for Christmas. I know. I thought about it. They're Um, like less than a $100 now. (laughs) (laughs) I know.
1: But yeah, so I grew up with like... There's videos of me as a child at Christmas where he's holding up a Godsmack and in, in Nirvana CD that he got for Christmas. And he had Elvis. It was like equal opportunity employer of music. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I grew up with. And so a lot of my new music is technically old music because he will give me mixed CDs. Yeah. Um, and then like this is, you'll appreciate this story. When I started getting into... Trying to go through Cher's backlog going back to the 60s. Mm-hmm. I asked him because Almond Brothers was one of his favorite bands and she was married to Greg Almond and they did an album in the 70s. Yeah, and you I said, showed me
0: some of that music. I was like, mm.
1: <laughs> and I actually really enjoy it. It's weird, but I enjoy it. <laughs> um, it's and a I departure
0: said, for both of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. I said, Dad, do you have the Almond and Woman album? And he goes, No. And he described the album cover art to a T. Wow! And this was like two years ago, and that album came out in
0: the 70s, but I remember what it
1: looked like. So my music came from that aspect.
0: So when you think of a kid, like that that quintessential music nerd kid hanging out in the the record store, that's your dad. Pretty much. He would hang out in the record store and know what the records look like.
1: His greatest thing in the world is that he got the Access TV channel, which is all rock and roll interviews and live mm-hmm. concert videos. <laughs> See, like, and that's
0: what I love. I love every aspect of interviews and talking about mm-hmm. what, you know, the 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 concept behind the art, not just yeah. the art itself. And that is why I always watch the Grammys. Now, that being said, everybody in the world right now seems to be very, very pissed off uh, about Taylor Swift's Album of the Year.
1: I... I'm her that the two albums because I've listened to a little bit of them. I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan in general, like, I like some of her stuff. Mm -hmm. I can appreciate a lot of her stuff and what she does, as far as especially connecting pop and country and making country mainstream for this generation. Mm -hmm. She's not the first country artist crossover, but for our generation, it's a big deal. Yeah, um,
0: and it looked like she wasn't gonna go back to country, but she did release some folklore and evermore songs to country radio
1: well and she's also matured because if you think about it some of her like teardrops on my guitar is the most melodramatic middle school bullshit but every girl can relate to it Mm -hmm. so it's like she's also grown up which we have to give her credit for is because she's 31 she's older than
0: you barely but yes that's what i mean like people still think of her as like the teen pop person i'm like she's 31 she'll be 32 this year
1: and i don't know like people get confused because the grammys are the same way as like in my mind the golden globes and the emmys they're not the people's choice awards they're done by record producers and whoever else is qualified to vote Mm -hmm. so there's always going to be like in every organized award show a bunch of whitewashing obviously and, sh- and almost always there's going to be a, some level of misogyny laced in there if they can get the chance mm-hmm. um but well, i don't think that, that should, should like, discount what her albums
0: because people did the same thing to adele when she won album of the year oh and that up album was Lemonade. fucking bomb.
1: And that album was
0: bomb. And that's what I said. It was like, it was a fantastic album. And people are like, but Beyonce should have had album of the year. And I'm like, Beyonce's, Beyonce's already fine. breaking records. Beyonce's fine. She's and, almost a billionaire. And, and she is the queen.
1: And there's a reason that you end up having these breakoffs. Like, there's a reason that you have your horror movie awards. Because you can't compare two genres adele mm. and beyonce i mean if they did a collab it'd be fantastic i would but i'm waiting
0: i'm waiting on that when but is they are
1: two different genres completely just like taylor swift and billy eilish yeah whom i am still on the fence about
0: who uh, is um what was that lip smackers or what is it called that was up for an album of the year and everybody's like that's what should have won
1: there's always there's also millions of artists out there who are fantastic like lady gaga never got best new artist yeah. because she didn't qualify for it because she had a single drop and one was nominated for dance music the year before and by the definition that year that she came out with the fame album mm-hmm. she technically was in everyone's eyes the best new artist because she couldn't ignore her
0: yeah I mean that's true hold on I'm gonna look this up On my Facebook page, my friend Jer said Future Nostalgia should have gotten Album of the Year. Two Lips was snubbed. Two Lips, not Lip Smackers. Sorry, that was my fault. That's the thing. I don't know who Two Lips is. I don't know what Future Nostalgia is. I have not heard these songs, so I was just wondering, am am I alone in this? But also, I want your opinion. Does it really matter, the Grammys, do they really matter?
1: Only in the sense of being an egot, but I also think that all these awards are dying out because you have artists out there who have made massive impacts on the industry who only get a lifetime achievement award at the end because even though they've been a mainstay their entire fucking career and you can't and everyone knows who they are they've never technically won. Cher mm-hmm. didn't win a, a Grammy until the '90s with Believe. Really? And she had been she didn't even get nominated mm-hmm. like before then.
0: Well, I was looking it up like I was just I was just curious about it cuz I, I do watch American Idol. Um and I was just looking at like Katy Perry. Katy Perry doesn't have an, an a Grammy at all. Thank
1: god. I can't stand her. <laughs> really?
0: She's very good. Like I I think she's very good. Like she's, she's a try hard. She's not for everyone. But
1: Some of her music's okay, but she has, to me, she has this faux sense of trying to be profound, like Madonna, and I don't like it.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, I get that. I could see how you could feel that way about um Katy Perry, but you know, I was just like, and there's lots of artists who don't have Grammys, right? At all,
1: They're, right? And I think, I think it's also probably one of those things where, like, the Oscars, and I, ha- I need to look this up. The Oscars are. Voted on by people who previously won one, so it is a your peers have chosen you Mm. moment.
0: There are some people who can vote that haven't won one. Like I've got a friend at church, uh, Michael Ensign who's a member of the academy. But there's rules with it. I don't understand. Like
1: it's, but it's finicky. Like it's not.
0: But it is. It is a select group of people of your peers. So it's a very you know specific group.
1: But I also think, like it's, you've got so many like music is so nuanced now. Like, if you look at best rock albums, Mm -hmm. then you have best, like alternative rock. Then you have best pop. Then you have R and B. But then you also have rap. And I'm like, there's so many things that technically blur the lines and overlap that it's hard to pick one. Yeah, and like
0: I don't know what the difference between, like hip-hop and rap is actually i never knew
1: (laughs) i think hip-hop actually has more singing than rap but i could be wrong um Mm. but again you have all these categories and even the like the tv show from what i understand is now it's four hours long and you get maybe 10 awards the whole time like because they do include all these performances which Uh is again a Reason is trying to get people to watch it by having these performances. Yeah. But it's also like, there's like, there's like, so like one time I looked at the list of literally every Grammy that could be awarded.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And you also have your spoken word albums. You have your different types of Latin music and Tejano. And then you have Mm -hmm. your Hawaiian and then you have your traditional blah, blah, blah. Like there's like, hundreds of them yeah and i'm like i would almost rather them award some of those to bring them to the forefront like to see because i don't even know like any artist in some of those categories like right. who would fall
0: rachel maddow won an, a grammy this year was it for some spoken word it was for her thing? book blowout. her b- her book blowout
1: interesting mm-hmm. technically i like I think, her yeah
0: lesbians with grammys we need more of them
1: I think Kathy Griffin has one.
0: She does. She's got a Grammy like for, cause, for cause her uh, album comedy for her comedy album. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but you
1: just have all the ease So it's, it's. But, I don't know.
0: Well, and two, before we move on from the Grammys, but um, two Beyonce made history. She is the mm-hmm. most awarded singer in the Grammy history, and she was tied just first female singer. Mm-mm. She did during the night. She. She tied for most awarded female singer, and then she oh, won and another then it, one, and then she won another one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she became the most awarded singer. There's only like engineers and producers who have more than her, like by one. There's
1: a, um, I want to say it was a conductor mm-hmm. or someone who is in classical music. So of course, it's gonna take so years to get that level. <laughs> what do
0: you think the future of music is? And I don't mean like who's gonna be hot like you know not like watching american Idol and be like she's the future of music but like what's the concept of music like how what do you I, think is going to change about music in in the next I coming years i think
1: we're returning more to at least right now from especially we're returning more to protest music and like political commentary which is
0: and people think, Dinner. and and depending on who you ask, people think that that's a whole new concept, and we need to stop it. And it's always been the case. Let
1: me tell you, one of the best anti-war protest songs is Black Sabbath "War Pig."
0: Yep, you made Thank me listen you and to good night. it. You made me listen to that. That was on my list, and I loved it.
1: Yes, it is one of the top best. And if you want to turn to true protest anti-war music, go back to the Vietnam era.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but anyway, side note.
0: Um, can I ask you a Black Sabbath question, real quick? I can try to answer it. I can't make any promises. Did Ozzy Osbourne really bite the head off that bat on stage?
1: Was it on stage? He did it twice. Once was a bat and once was a
0: dove. But he did it for real? Oh, hell yeah. That's so
1: disgusting. Keith Richards supposedly snored his dad's own ashes. So there's that too. And he's in Rolling Stones.
0: I guess I'm just not a rock and roll person. I'm just like, (laughs) get get me a glass of Chardonnay and put on a light. Carol King, you're Billy. You're like a Billy Joel era rock and roll. Yeah, I'm. I'm a Billy Joel, Elton John, like I. I if I have to choose, it's gonna be James Taylor and Carol King and Joni Mitchell. You know, so yeah. But (laughs) and if I'm feeling hype, I'll put on some share. I don't. (laughs) It's like that's it. Don't don't bite animals.
1: Yeah. Well, I. You want to know another story? Please. So. Fun fact, Alice Cooper's first manager was the pot dealer around Los Angeles, or drug dealer, may not have just been pot, and he was performing in Detroit, and he was very, he is the godfather of shock rock. He was doing Alice it before, Cooper is. Alice Cooper, he was doing it before Marilyn Manson, before any of these little kitties are trying anything fancy, he was the first, and someone threw a chicken on stage at him, and he threw it back into the audience and immediately got torn to shreds.
0: So the chicken was tossed on stage live from
1: somebody. Yeah, live. And then, and he, he threw it like, into the audience because he he's like, "It's a bird!" Chicken, he's like it's
0: a bird, and the birds like wah, 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 flopping. And into chickens the plane. don't fly. <laughs> and they fell right into the audience, and it was <laughs> torn to p- bits. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the artist; it's the fans that are
1: right. Crazy. Well, it's. I also don't know what I would do if someone threw a chicken at me because I'm
0: suspicious of them and I've don't like them. I've had chickens thrown at me, but I grew up in bug tussle. So. I was going to
1: say, you grew up in the country. <laughs> <laughs> My first encounter with a possum was when we were living in the house in Birmingham, so I don't know much about wildlife.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah,
1: as far as I think I personally, I am not a fan of a lot of the special effects that autotune does as a general rule. Mm-hmm. I am bothered by it. Um so and I'm even sure as share
0: te- on believe. Well that's <laughs> I can't
1: I can't listen to a whole album of it. Like I can listen to a couple songs, it's cool, but I don't want us to become so mm-hmm. computerized that we lose yeah. it. Um because there is something to say for natural talent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I think we're probably heading in that direction, but we're also heading in, I think, to more melding of genres, even going back to yeah. Little Nas X's. Um, I can't even think of the song town now.
0: Old Town Road,
1: yeah, that one. <laughs> like, but like the combining of like overlapping genres. I think yeah. that's probably more where we're headed towards. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it, a lot of it's not new. Yeah, like, well, but, and
0: that's the nature. And this is a whole different podcast for a whole different time. But that's the nature of the Gen Z kids. They think that they're inventing the wheel here on yeah, everything well, they do, and I'm like, I
1: think not. every upcoming um generation feels that way i remember like when the whole boho style came back and
0: mm-hmm.
1: i love uh, naturally if You if see my house i loved it um <laughs> you will see my new course- apartment
0: and you'll be like yep i that that's where it's at
1: <laughs> <laughs> and of course my parents are like oh i just wore those when i was a kid because they were all like refer- referential of mm-hmm. the 70s yeah um so it always ha- i mean there's always things are being recycled you're adding some in you're melding stuff
0: but i'm gonna get pantaloons and i'm gonna bring them back <laughs> you do it
1: <laughs> <laughs> you go right ahead and try that you you're trying to bring overalls back and i'm just not ready for it oh
0: it's happening well i mean i did i did it single-handedly it's done in los angeles <laughs> everybody's wearing overalls um nah i'm good <laughs> you'll do it and t- you i mean you might not do it but it'll, you'll see it everywhere in a year so
1: so but yeah, i think that and i is probably what to more to be expected. But I think a lot of it is we're going to get back to that, especially with our generation getting in the next and Gen Z getting back to mm-hmm. much more politically charged things. I don't think I know people think like Cardi B and Megan The Stallion are like bringing in this aggressive s- sex thing, but mm-hmm. it's also the sexual revolution happened once already.
0: Well, and, and, and more, if it were men, they wouldn't get, they wouldn't bat an eye,
1: right? And so it's I think. Women being more upfront and taking, you know, body positivity is going to continue happening. And I'm just going to say this. The guy I got in with the argument last night about their WAP performance on the Grammys was talking about how the Grammys is for children. I'm like, I did not watch the Grammys growing up.
0: The Grammys is not for children.
1: It is not a family show. And you can turn it off. I mean, you can change the channel. You don't have to sit there and watch no the whole performance.
0: Music. No music. Um award show is for children ever. Remember when Lady Gaga was at the VMAs and she got murdered by the paparazzi and they hung her up from the stage?
1: Yeah, and then um there I can't remember what show Adam, Lev, Adam Levine... Adam Adam Lambert did his performance on that he like simulated oral sex by
0: like gyrating
1: into a guy's face and they're like, mm-hmm. ah and I'm yeah. like Oh yeah,
0: they were doing that and they were upset about that too And
1: then but then on the then on the vmas christina aguilera had a glowing heart on her crotch and i was like
0: well and was it was it the billboard awards where christina aguilera Uh, and britney and madonna had a three? that was the vmas oh was that the vmas that was the vmas so i Um, mean it's always been uh, music is music is provocative music is supposed to be provocative
1: it is and i think it should be we should be focusing more on it's about consent and owning your body. What they were singing about was not, it wasn't the same as, you know, men singing about owning women and all this stuff. Like you're afraid of women owning their sexuality. Yes. A lot of times things are done for shock value, but also the Grammys did that too. You can't blame Mm -hmm. the women that are performing because their performance was observed by the producers of the show who put it on television. Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, they have rehearsal. They know what's going on stage. Yeah. Um, but also um i wonder if there is well that that just reminds me first of all that reminds me of what you what you just said reminds me of what i said in our last episode about Meghan Markle which was um there is nothing more dangerous to the patriarchy than a woman who's not afraid right she's not afraid she's not afraid of the royals she like i'm american you mean nothing to me i'll right. say what i want to say i'm not afraid of you and they are freaking out same thing with this. A woman who's not afraid to show her sexuality, show her body, and show her talent and show her balls. It it it, it right. freaks people out. What I do wonder now is in country music because I am still a little bit aware of country aware of country music. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no women, none. No women are getting played on radios. There's Kelly. Mm-hmm. There's Carrie Underwood. Miranda Lambert sometimes and Kelsey Ballerini every once in a while.
1: Where's Shania? It. She returned?
0: She's not well, she's not on radio. Uh, Reba Reba's not on radio. Dolly's not on radio radio. Faith Hill's not on radio. Sugarland, Jennifer Nettles, they're not being played on radio. Nobody's playing any any uh-huh. women on radio, really. Um, so and there's another song that I, I think everybody should see. It is by Mickey Guyton. She is a black woman in country music, and she sang a song called "Black Like Me." I think it's fantastic. did she perform on the Grammys? She did. Did okay, you see I was it? Gonna say,
1: no, but I read it. that was on the list of the good things that happened. It's one
0: Grammys. of those things. that's like <laughs> you better be listening, white straight male people of country music, because this woman is telling you her truth. So, and I think, but I wonder if that's happening in other music too—that they're just not playing, or are we beyond that? Are we beyond what matters? What's on the radio now?
1: I think the radio is does not matter now as much as downloads and clicks. Mm -hmm. I think we're getting to where and with TikTok
0: and and YouTube. Well, that's why music videos
1: are so important is because we're getting into it's also a visual thing. Mm -hmm. So we're getting into music videos matter in a different capacity because they're not on TV now, but they're on the internet, and people are paying attention to that. We're paying attention to your Spotify's more so than anything else. Well, that's
0: me. Like when I was working for Starbucks, they had given me a free Spotify premium. That's why I didn't have CDs because I'm getting sort of getting rid of my Blu-rays and DVDs and getting rid of CDs because I'm just like, I've got access to everything. I've got Disney Plus and it has every Disney movie. I've got Hulu, Netflix, HBO Max, Peacock, Paramount Plus. I've got it all. I don't need it. I don't need anything. But I won't get rid mm-hmm. of my books, even though I can get those online, too. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, I think it is pro- that is what people are focusing on. Because the other thing is, and I don't know how this plays into it, is illegally downloading music.
0: Mm-hmm. That
1: is still very much front and center. Well, and
0: Taylor Swift is re-recording all five of her first albums because she's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to own my stuff. Mm,
1: yeah. Oh, because not- of the, what was, what was his name? Scooter. Scooter, Scooter Brown prick. or whatever. Like, you're going to trust a guy named
0: Scooter? Yeah, well, he was the <laughs> protege. He was uh, he was the the one who made B- Justin Bieber his protege too. I think so. Scooter Braun, Brown, yeah, Braun. Brom. Um, that's what I know. But um, yeah, yeah. I just wonder if like radio's dead. Like, is there a point to it anymore?
1: I mean, I think there still is in the fact that people, especially local radios, are going to always matter
0: because mm-hmm. I
1: think still a lot of people get. That's how they get, at least down here, that's how you're going to get your news information every morning. Going to work is listening to the radio. Or you can be like me and be like, I'll just check it later. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Um, But so I think that is, but it's probably mostly because everything's digital, but you're also having a resurgence of people going back to record. They're Mm -hmm. releasing albums that came on, came around post record into the cassette CD world on record now, because people are going back to that as a Mm -hmm. way to play music.
0: And, I that, that's weird. I mean, that, I don't see that. I do have a record player, and I do have records, and but I only buy records that are actually first print record because that was what, how you know. I only buy vintage records. I don't. I don't even right. buy new any music anymore. But I do love to hear old songs and old mm-hmm. old albums, full albums on vinyl because it just. I don't know. It's a nostalgia yeah. thing. And nostalgia is my favorite emotion. So,
1: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it is. It's multifaceted, though. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, and see, I think YouTube, I think, is going to last forever. I think TikTok is going to be like Vine and everything else, and you now, and it's going to go away probably mm-hmm. as quickly as it showed up. Um, Maybe. But I think people are hearing a lot of new music again from that as well. And that's how people. I mean, everything now is about PR and marketing. You have because you also have unknowns who are self who are making their own music and selling it for 99 cents on you itunes like that guy i sent you the other day who does heavy metal covers mm-hmm. of everything under the sun is I, and i'll name drop it his youtube account is frog leap studios he's out of norway and his Heavy metal version of Barbie girl is life changing.
0: Really? And, um, and you show me Baby one more time. And I was oh, like, this sounds like this is how it should have been recorded the, oh, to begin with in heavy we metal. Found,
1: we found him accidentally at work when my coworker literally said, Do you think there's a heavy metal version of Barbie girl? And I said, Bet money there is. And so we got on YouTube and found his account. And he does covers generally, like he's got a lot of Britney, he's got some. Lady Gaga covers. He does mm-hmm. "Caught um, Devil" went down to Georgia. but He does heavy metal versions of these songs, and he sells them on the internet. Yeah. Well, and- I mean, if
0: we're being honest, though, Aqua, they're they're crazy. <laughs> they're just crazy. I listen. I looked them up the other day. They have a, a song from 2017 called "Playmates with Jesus." It was stupid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so you also have that fa- as- aspect of people who are releasing music without a record label on the internet because you can upload and sell anything on itunes apparently um
0: apparently this show's on itunes (laughs) (laughs) Ding. Um, Ding. download it and subscribe (laughs) so i
1: think that also because there's more it's all about access because way before like the internet age you didn't have a way to get on the radio. No one knew you. Mm-hmm.
0: I was actually a guest DJ on 1037 The Q with Nick Nice with my friend Aaron Calvert when we were freshmen in college. Did you do a good job? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> they didn't offer me a job or anything. Oh, uh, well.
1: <laughs> but so I think that's the other thing, because back in the 80s, if you couldn't get anyone to listen to your mixtape demo, you were out of mm-hmm. luck. Well, but and now that's, that's the thing. You got SoundCloud. internet got you everywhere. Yeah. You make one mistake, everyone sees it too. That's the problem. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, I just wanted to have a discussion today about um, about just music, about chatting about music, and, and and this is a little bit of a more casual format than I usually do. But
1: this could be a prequel to that playlist I made you two yeah, years ago. Yeah, you made me
0: a playlist, and I, and I'm I'm catching up on things that I need to be doing. Um, it's been a really I'm gonna go ahead I'm gonna use it until at least a the year. pandemic, not the pandemic my personal uh oh, life yeah. of, like it's been a pretty rough year for me, but um i I do use that a little too much, <laughs> like sometimes when when uh things are just not going right, and I'm like, well you'll have to forgive me my dad died, so <laughs> and they're like oh i'm sorry i'm like thank you so much you're going to be saying that in 10 years well, i'm sorry indi- my I, the the statute of limitations is a year you can't do it oh. after a year
1: well not if people don't know you you could if you were trying to get <laughs> out of an uncomfortable you did
0: die 14 s- years ago <laughs>
1: trying to get out of an uncomfortable situation i'm <laughs> right. sorry
0: my i'm having a tough time my dad died to just leave <laughs> i'm having a tough time my dad died and then they look it up and they're like he died 25 years ago well it's still tough i miss him leave me alone <laughs> Um I would like to think that he would appreciate me using his death as just a Oh, buffer I'm sure he'd get find it hysterical. Up, you know, I'm or sure he'd get find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> if if I die, I hope people use my death as I'll like, use
1: your death in ex- as an excuse. I'm sorry, my best me. friend
0: in all the world is dead. Can I please go? But with <laughs> pay. ma'am, this is the
1: DMV, you don't <laughs> right. get to drop the line. <laughs> right. It's like
0: no you can't but he's dead kyle's you still dead. gotta pay you still gotta pay your ticket <laughs> ma'am you, sp- you were speeding but he died What kind of heartless bitch are you my best friend's dead is there any music that you want to like shout out like we should be listening to you did the frog leap studios is that what it's called yeah
1: that's his youtube channel and he's got a playlist called leo's covers i cannot pronounce his last name and i'm not going to try it
0: um
1: <laughs> so that's why his youtube channel frogly studios and that's just me being a- admitting that my accent sometimes gets in the way um i still think paris hilton paris hilton jesus christ paris jackson's mm,
0: <laughs> paris Jackson.
1: al- its album is really cool it's ca- kind of slow and moody but i like it a lot let mm-hmm. are probably the two newest things i've listened to
0: um so mine are not as like I don't know, art housey coffee coffee shop esque as yours probably. <laughs> but um the first one is Mickey Mickey Guyton, the black country singer. Everybody go out and support her. We need more black people in country music so they'll figure things out because they're not gonna do it on their own. And secondly, I don't know if you saw this. Did you watch the um the Kennedy Center honors for Reba and Cher and among others, but Reba and Cher I was just the watched the big ones.
1: I just watched the performances that sing for Cher though. So you
0: it. did see Adam Lambert singing Believe.
1: Oh, of course. I saw that one that yeah, that is went viral.
0: <laughs> the very best performance other than Cher of that entire song ever. And it might come like micro seconds away from tying for the actual original for me. It was fantastic. But it does oh, a- you can't you can't beat Cher at her own game. So yeah. it's very close. So everybody go look I would like
1: her. I'd like to hear her sing it in that way.
0: I would, too. Like, there, this is what I want. I mean,
1: she listens to this show. We've said it before.
0: I will share. Share and Paula. Please listen. And Georgia. I'm sure they've got Georgia on board, too. Um, Georgia. Polly.
1: Who the fuck is Paula?
0: Polly. What did I say? Did I say Polly? Paula. <laughs> it's like Paul,
1: Paula Abdul does not listen to this show. Paula, she does not have good taste.
0: Paula doesn't. Dean,
1: maybe. But
0: <laughs> now Paula Dean probably does eat butter and listen to my show. Uh, Polly and Georgia, Cher's mom and Cher. Everybody, listen. Here's what you got to do. You need to go to Joni Mitchell's Both Sides Now album, which is her 2000 album where she sang all of her old folk music, but with a big band, big band standard style. Mm-hmm. That's what I want from Cher. I want to hear her sing with a big band style. Mm. Um, so, well, no, in the vein of like what Adam Lambert did. With oh, look, with the violins, it. with the with okay. the horns, not like not like hear, swing music, but like, okay, I
1: hear big band and I think of swing, like <laughs> an
0: orchestra. I want to hear her sing with an orchestra, A dramatic interpretation. Yes, um, and that's what that's what Joni Mitchell yeah. did, and also that's one of my favorite albums of all time, Joni Mitchell, both sides now. Uh, where she Mm. sings things like um, the song Both Sides Now from the Clouds album and I Could Drink a Case of You. She does those with an orchestra, and I want to hear Cher do that with her music. Please, Cher. Please do it. I'm still
1: waiting. It has been almost two years, and I'm still waiting for the Dolly Parton and Cher cover Elvis album. I just... Think that would be fantastic. I, just I don't would know. love. I want a dramatic interpretation of "Suspicious Minds" with well, Dolly and Cher.
0: That is so, oh my god, that would be so good. But the thing is, Dolly and Cher have both done compil- or done duet albums. Mm-hmm. Cher has done "All Men and Woman," right? All man and woman, yeah. All Men and woman, and then Dolly was a part of Trio. She did like four albums with as Trio, which was her Emmylou Harris and Linda Ronstadt. So, or was it wait? Was it Linda Ronstadt or Loretta Lynn? She did some. She does. She does a lot of duets. She did a lot of duets. So come on. And you're friends with Cher. Y'all are friends.
1: Oh, of course they are. She. They did. They were on TV together back in the seventies. And they probably
0: see each other in the waiting rooms of the doctors' offices. But does
1: Dolly fly out to LA for her doctor visits? I'm
0: sure she does. I would not trust anybody in Tennessee to pump me full of toxins.
1: They're not toxins. They're chemical compounds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In L.A., they're chemical compounds. In Tennessee, (laughs) they're toxins.
1: (laughs) In Tennessee, they drain the oil out of your car and put it in your face.
0: That's where they put the... uh, the, You go to Pet Boys, get a Ziploc bag full of the old motor oil and take it to your doctor. And then you
1: you cook off your lard after you slaughter the pig. mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So, yes, that's our dream is to have that.
1: Share, we should start a, ma- chain, a change.org like what is it called
0: the the campaign for the campaign yeah like for this album. come on come like, on like Cher's busy Cher's kick- making the second ABBA album if you can make a second ABBA album
1: well that's been on hold since the pandemic but she is in a Scooby-Doo episode that is not dropped in the U.S. yet but it's dropped in the country of Turkey like the cartoon yes Again, she did one in the 70s with Sonny. And apparently, they take... I looked it up because I was curious. They take Scooby on a cruise with Cher for his birthday. And then weird things start happening.
0: Well, I mean... I like it, <laughs> Especially. I mean, I'm sitting in my house, as are you right now. VoiceOver. It's the easiest money you can make. Yeah. So, okay. I don't blame you for making some money, Cher. But come on. Get to the ABBA album. Get to the Dolly album. Get to the orchestra album. And give us what we want. That being said... We're out of time. Just call her out, damn. So <laughs> next time. <laughs> so anyway, that's been our music conversation for the starter. Day. Starter. We're gonna come back with some more music talk because I don't know that I've gotten what I needed from this episode fully. Because I I'm haven't,
1: because you haven't listened to the playlist I made. That's It's true. only I'm ten songs.
0: Listen to this playlist, and I've I've, I've started some notes from it. Um so How if you, you want to give us a shout out for your favorite music and tell me what we should be listening to go to Facebook um pay the Facebook page for not for nothing go to Kyle L Henderson on Instagram or Sadie May 57 on Twitter
1: No that's Instagram
0: Instagram Go to sadiemay fifty seven on Instagram and tell Sarah, or you can tweet us. Mine is at Kyle L Henderson, and yours is at Sarah dot Catherine, nope. Sarah, dot Cooper, nope. Uh, Sarah, Catherine <laughs> Sarah Nope. Kat, Sarah Catherine. Sa- no. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Cat. Sarah
1: Nope. Sarah Cat Cooper.
0: Sarah Cat Cooper, and talk to her on Twitter. You can if you go to the if you follow her on Twitter you'll probably see her yelling at politicians or in, or famous people. That's all I do. Uh, and on that note, get wear your mask. Keep your distance. Get the wash vaccine if you are eligible and wash your hands because we've got to end this pandemic. D- uh, eh. Disneyland is opening April 30th to 15% capacity. Get your life together, folks, and I'll do my part. And make sure to find your mediocre white politician and tell him he sucks. I've got a list of them. I'm from Alabama. Hello, and welcome to Not For Nothing. Is that right? Oh, my God. (laughs)